We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're very happy to be welcoming uh, welcome Albert Breer, Sports Illustrated, Monday Morning Quarterback Podcast. And uh, we appreciate your time here, Albert. We, uh, Whenever anyone tweets about Trey Lance, we, we basically have to have them on the show. That's the way it works. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Very well, thank you. You know, I thought it was interesting that you wrote that Trey Lance, you know, they, they wanted to improve as a passer. Obviously, Brock Purdy, he stepped into a situation, seemed to fee, you know, feel the game, see the field, interpret Shanahan's offense in a way that Trey did not early on in his career. But the real interesting part of it was when you talk about how he's not as skilled a runner as the 49ers had hoped. And I guess that's where we kind of wanted to start with you today. We've got a lot of stuff we want to get into you with. Uh, but is, is, is not skilled a runner just uh, a fancy way of saying he, he's not as fast as they had hoped? He's not what? What did you say the last one? It's just fast as they had hoped. Yeah, I think that that's probably part of it. I mean, I, I, I think there's more that goes into being a great runner at that position than just speed. Um, you know, but, like, you know, how elusive is he? Does he avoid contact when he needs to avoid contact? Um, you know, there's a lot of different things that go into being a really good runner from that position. And, you know, I think, you know, it's, it really is a catch-22, like, you know, having a guy who can do that sort of thing because, you don't want to expose him to too many hits, um, but you want to be able to maximize his athleticism. So I, I think that's a that's a big piece of of of, of what the, what they look at with Trey is, and one of the big reasons why they took him over Mac Jones in two thousand and uh, and twenty one was because they felt like he could help grow Shanahan's offense. Like Mac Jones could run Shanahan's offense, Trey Lance could help them grow Shanahan's offense and and change it and evolve it. And, um, you know, I, I think that that part of it is, you know, what he can be athletically, what he can do athletically to threaten the defense. And so, you know, I, I just think that there there's some things like that, um, you know, you hope he can work on and get better at. And, I, I mean, I, I, I think the one caveat we got to put on everything we say about Trey is that he just hasn't had a lot of reps, period, over the last five years. Like, going back to high school, you know, he had the one year, then he had the one game his last year in college, didn't play at all as a rookie. Um, and, you know, in, in year two, um, you saw almost none of him. You know, so the amount of game reps he's had over the last five years, period, are really, really limited. And so there's a lot of room for growth, but there's also a lot of growing to do. That said, did you get the impression from any of the people you talked to that they're sort of working on a timeline here that if he doesn't become 
a better passer or a better runner this coming year for whatever reason that they're that they're ready to cut bait on him? I have a cut bait, Ray. I, I think it's more, um, you know, does he get in the way of them making other decisions at quarterback? And, you know, I, I think if Brady had been available, that would have been an option for him. Um, I think they would have considered it last year during that six-week, like, quote-unquote, retirement. Like, you know, I, there was definitely some, you know, some whispers, you know, in, in NFL circles that, um, you know, it wasn't just Brady looking at going to Miami last year. It was Brady looking at going to San Francisco, too. So, um, you know, these are all things that are sort of part of the part of the picture with Trey, you know. And, and so, you know, I, I think really as much as anything else, this is a critical year for Trey because they got to make a decision on a fifth-year option after this year. And what history tells us is if you get past that that point, you get past year three and the fifth-year option hasn't been picked up, an extension hasn't been done, generally those guys are on their last legs with the teams that they're with. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a critical year because of where he is in his contract. Um, you know, and I think this is a critical year in that if he doesn't deliver, if Brock doesn't deliver, then they have to look at other options outside the organization because of how good their roster is. Um, so I would say there's there's plenty of pressure on Trey, similar to like the pressure I think that was on Tua last year. You know, going into the year where you know the the Dolphins really loaded up around him and did a lot of things to accommodate him and try to get answers on him. Um, you know, the difference for for Trey is Trey's going to have to fight to get on the field too. And I'd say right now, like he's going to have to fight his way past Brock Purdy, not the other way around. Yeah, it's amazing how. Just the reality for these guys has completely flipped. You'd figure, well, there's no investment with the final pick of the draft. Look at the draft capital for the other guy. And they're in the complete opposite positions. Albert Breer with us here on 95.7 The Game. Why do you think they actually started him this past year? It only lasted two weeks before he broke his ankle. But if he wasn't much of a natural thrower of the ball or seer of the field and they didn't like the way they moved... Why did they, you know, cast such an unknown as the right guy to begin trying to lead them to the Super Bowl, which was clearly the goal of this year? Well, it'd be silly to to think that the investment wasn't part of it, right? Like, so that's obvious. Like, right. Three first round picks are part of it. But I think they believe they like. I, I think if you ask them, if you gave, if you gave them true serum, what they would tell you is that you know last summer Jimmy Garoppolo was the best quarterback on the roster, but. They, there was a belief there that Trey Lance could pass him over the course of the year with game reps and getting to see things over and over again and getting to you know run run plays more often and you know like I think that there was a there was a feeling there that if we can just get him reps and just play him and just have him fail some and succeed some that by the end of the year they would have a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. That was the idea of it. And, you know, I think that the other thing is they do believe in the person, you know, and um, he's a great kid. He works his ass off. Um, he spent the whole offseason working with Brandon Ayuk, you know, trying to to, to, to build chemistry there. Um, there's a lot to love about Trey Lance. Like, as a kid, he's A+, plus, you know. And, um, you know, really, like, this was about you know, his progress as a quarterback. And, um, it's just such a unique case because of COVID, you know, his last year in college, and then because you know he was coming on to a, a, a championship level team as a rookie. He just, again, he just lacked game reps, and so you know, finding a way to get him those game reps 
Um, you know, you figure he's going to get better over time if you get him those. And, you know, like to be fair to the Niners, to be fair to Trey here, you know, Jalen Hurts is a great example of a guy who, like, I don't think he was anything close to what he is now uh, a year and a half ago. You know, like he just wasn't anywhere close to that. Um, but he's a great kid. He works his ass off. And he got better at things that quarterbacks generally don't get better at. He got better at anticipating. He got more accurate. And, you know, I, I, it's, it's rare that it happens that way. Um, but, you know, Trey certainly has the makeup of a guy who can make that happen. Do you think Jalen, I, I, I mean, to interrupt you here, Albert, but do you think yeah. Jalen Hurts is an actual, like, target of what they hope for? Or is Jalen Hurts just yeah, a cause I, celeb I, I, I because mean, he was look, just in the Super Bowl? I think there are a bunch of guys like this, you know, like I think because the way the game is being played at the college level, there's a lot of this that happens, you know, so Jalen Hurts is one example. I think Justin Fields is another, you know, where, you know, Justin Fields just needed reps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he just needed to see things, you know, and I think me and the Bears going through that process learned a lot about Justin Fields. And they learned how to use Justin Fields. Now you learned... Um, they, 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 they learn what they needed to hide with Justin Fields. And I think, like, if they had full health from Trey Lance, they would have learned how to use him, and Trey would have grown, and I think it probably would have been fine, you know? Um, it just turns out that they wind up with Brock Purdy, who's really solid and efficient at running the Shanahan offense, and now, you know, that, of course, complicates things because, you have a team that's ready to win a championship right now that's square in the middle of the championship window um, with a loaded roster. And so, you know, I, I think it's this can't be just about developing a young quarterback now. This has to be about serving the guys in the roster. And, and you know, I, what best serves the guys in the roster right now? I'd say at this moment, probably the guys in the Niners building would tell you that, that, that Brock Purdy is the guy that best serves the guys in the roster in the pursuit of the championship. Not to change the subject, but to change the subject uh, from quarterbacks to quarterback. Uh, the Derek Carr saga in Oakland and Las Vegas yeah. uh, blew apart in a classically weird Raider-type way. So I'm not going to ask you where you think he's going. But I will ask you that whenever he gets there, how much of that sort of that Raider stank is... Carr going to have to get rid of himself in terms of how they, you know, sort of broke him down, how they, I think, over time made him a worse quarterback. Um, how much of that is going to impact a team's decision to take him? You know, I, I think, like, the, the decision right now, like, based on um, what he was last year and what he has been over nine years in the league, you know, it, it's, I think that the, the upside in Derek Carr right now is, can he be like Alex Smith was in Kansas City? You know, where he's, you know, your quarterback for a few years, you can win with him, you can build around him, and ultimately he finds you, he buys you time to get to the next guy, right? And, you know, I think in the right situation, Derek Carr can be that guy for you, you know? And, I, you know, I, I look at, like, if he were to go to Tennessee, could he do that for the Titans, you know, where they got a team that's ready to win right now, that's been ready to win, um, you know, could he go there and sort of extend the window for the guys there and buy the Titans some time to find a younger quarterback? That's sort of what Ryan Tannehill has done for them the last few years, and it feels that the clock's run out on him a little bit now. So I think that's, that's, that, that's the next step for Derek Carr. It's how the Raiders actually envisioned him. 
was that he was going to be the guy that was going to buy them time. It's just culturally, I think he wasn't the best fit for there. And that manifested, you know, in October and November and the way he played. And so, you know, I think Carr's future sort of rides on finding a place that has players um, around him is ready to win right now. And then, you know, I, I think him going to a place where he can be a starter for two or three years um, and buy another team time to find their next quarterback. Albert, you got one more minute? We got a top of the hour, but I've, I got one more question for you. You got another sure. second? Fantastic. Sure. Yeah. Let's uh, welcome everyone to your four o'clock hour. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco. Always live on Twitch, YouTube, and the free Odyssey app. Damn well better be free. Albert Breer, NFL Network, nice enough to join us here on 95.7 The Game. The news today is that Eric Bieniemy is taking the offensive coordinator job in Washington. Is there, I don't, I don't even want to lead the witness and tell you how Ray and I have been talking about this. Is there anything that you, is there, is there anything about this that doesn't look funny to you? Um, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a weird situation, you know, that he hasn't gotten a chance um, after five years as the offensive coordinator there. Um, you know, you can talk about the things in his past from the 90s. There are a lot of coaches that have skeletons in their closet. Um, you can say he didn't interview well. You know, there's been guys, there have been guys that have gotten past that, too. You can say he's not a play caller. Obviously, Nagy and Peterson got shots coming out of the same system without having called plays under Andy Reid. So, you know, I you know, I, I think E B is definitely deserving of his shot. Um, I do think one thing that's like interesting here that I think you everybody should pay attention to, I don't think this story has served him well, you know? And and I understand it's an important story and people should be talking about it. But, you know, I, I think there's an element of teams not wanting to hire the victim. You know, and teams like it's like almost like the problems become the problem for him, you know, and this is a chance for him to change the narrative and just go somewhere and be a good football coach and have it not be about, oh, well, he's getting screwed, you know. And so I, I, I think in that way, and it's not fair, and I'm not saying it's fair, um, but in that way, like if your goal isn't to prove a point, if your goal is to go get a head coaching job and you're Eric B. Enemy, I can see where you would do this because you would say, what more can I do in year six as the Chiefs offensive coordinator that's going to change anything? Nothing, right? But I can go over here, and if I say I have a top 15 offense, that's going to be more impactful on my career than having a top five offense again in Kansas City. So, like, you add that up, and, 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 and I actually think it makes some sense where, you know, it, it, it can change the narrative for him a little bit. I think, you know, and, and again, like he shouldn't have to do this, but I, but I do see where if you're, if you're him and you're in that position and you want to be a head coach where this would seem like it'd be the right move, the right risk to take. You're Kyle Shanahan. You're looking at your offseason and obviously quarterback is a situation you're still trying to, you know, iron out there. What's the other element of this offseason that should concern Shanahan the most? Forget about the quarterback. What else do the Niners need um, in order to reach the say, Super Bowl? I would say offensive line. You know, um, McGlinchey's a free agent. They've obviously got some younger guys on the interior. Um, you know, and, and I, I just, you know, I look how the injury happened in the NFC title game. And I would say, like, for the, if you're the Niners, you really want to make sure that things are tied up in front of whoever the quarterback's going to be. Because I, I think... The team's good enough to win with 
like good, not great quarterback play. They're one of the few teams that is, you know, um, and that potentially could win a championship without having great quarterback play. And it's getting harder and harder to do that in the NFL because of the rules and everything else. So I think it's, you know, it's on John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan to put the best group around uh, whoever the quarterback is next year. And we know the skill position players are in great shape, right, with um, with Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and, and, and McCaffrey. So, like, I, I just think it's at this point, like, the, 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 the biggest swing factor outside of the quarterback position is what happens on that offensive line. And they've got a great offensive line coach at Chris Furster to, to help them there. Um, but I think they got to make sure whatever happens with McGlinchey, take care of that. If it's not McGlinchey at right tackle, have an answer there, and then do what you need to do to augment the interior to make sure you are where you need to be in September. Senior NFL reporter, the Monday morning quarterback himself, Albert Breer. Thank you so very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Have yourself a nice three-day weekend. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.